Well, good morning, everybody. Good morning, Haley. Good morning, Dan. Everybody's off to a great weekend. I can't believe we're at this point in December. And how warm it is. That's and how warm it is. Like I was mostly just focused oh. on the time, but the warmth... Does that bother you? It makes it hard to believe that it's about to be Christmas, that's for sure. Yeah, the chances of a white Christmas are won't, won't, won't. Yeah. Pretty, pretty dim, pretty nil. Yep. A little sad. Yeah, I don't know. There's a lot of people who maybe aren't sad. I think most of us like a white Christmas, but then they want it gone. Well, right exactly. Yeah. I don't mind it. I, <laughs> I, I like it. But... Yeah, I like the snow, but you know what? I don't always get what I want. Isn't that what the Rolling Stones said? Yes. I think other people probably said that, too. (laughs) That's the one I'm thinking about. You're listening to the Repco Light Home Improvement Show, sponsored by Benjamin Moore. And, Haley, we've got all kinds of stuff to do today. Yeah. We're talking about color matches. We're talking about the history of some really interesting wallpaper brands. And we're talking about some gifts that you might want to get if you're looking for those last-minute ideas. Yes, the last-minute gift guide. Normally, we do that way earlier. Mm -hmm. We didn't. We were negligent. (laughs) And so now we're cranking it out. And we could have let it go, but it's really one of our favorite things to do every year. So, of course... That's going to trump whether it's important or not. But then we're we're also, obviously, going to talk about the Christmas giveaway and how to get entered again into our contest so that you can potentially win $500 in paint. For you. Yes. And then give... Another $500 in paint to someone else. (laughs) And... Pick a charity, and Repcolite will donate $500 to that charity. We'll have a little more information at the end. We'll have a new clue for the new question. And yep. as a bonus for everybody who hangs out to the end of the show, we're going to play the clues from the previous weeks as well. So right. if you so missed miss that stuff, th- this we've, is the episode. Absolutely. We've got yeah. all that coming up. Let's talk about paint matches. You know, on our social media pages right now, uh, especially, we're highlighting some color matching that we did for a mudroom project. And you can see we pulled colors out of some wallpaper and you can see it on Facebook, on Instagram, all of those places, and just watch what we did with that. And not everybody is aware that Repcolite can do all these color matches with stains and paints. Exactly. So many different things. Now, color matches really can be a lifesaver. You know, it can be easy touch up on a damaged surface. We can help you get the exact color you need to fix those areas. Or if you're replacing something like trim and you want to try to match what you already have in the space, perfect situation for a color match. Right. And a lot of people are aware that we do that. A lot of them aren't. I know before I worked here, I had a situation where I, you know, damaged some trim Mm -hmm. and we needed to replace that. And what we ended up doing was just trying to find something off a shelf as close as we could. Right, right. We thought that was the best we could do at the time. We weren't the brightest bulbs in the box. Well, back but I then. think a lot of people are probably in that boat. Unless you work in this industry, you probably aren't aware of all the things that we can do and really get specific for your needs. Yeah, we can match that color exactly so that new piece of trim blends right in. Maybe you found the perfect color in a wallpaper sample, which is what's going on in our mudroom right, project. Right, exactly. Go check that out. Maybe you found something in fabric or a competitor's color chip. Any inspiration, really, that you find for your project, and it's not a current paint color that we carry, we can still get that color made for you. Absolutely. I've matched um, some of the strangest things. The only one of them. We don't have time for many of them. Although that would be a fun segment. That would be. (laughs) One of my favorites was a cup of dirt. A guy brought in a a Dixie cup full of dirt. (laughs) And I couldn't believe I had to do a color match to that. But then he described that it's the dirt all around a deer blind. 
That's and hilarious. And we wanted to paint it to match that. And yeah, we matched the color to a cup of dirt. I had to match an egg once. I matched a leaf, which was that yep. one was tricky because it's changing so color as colors. I'm trying to, <laughs> to match it because it's dying, right? Yeah. It's a wilting leaf at this point. So time is of the yes. essence. <laughs> Hurry up, speed it along. Anyway, we can match pretty much anything or get you a really good color blend. Right. Know, so it will look to your eye like it's a match. But how do you do that? How do you get the best paint matches? Well, you go to somebody who can do all of that really well. That's right. one step. But there's things that you need to do as well and things you need to be aware of. And let's walk through some of those to help you get those best matches possible. The first thing to think about and remember, keep in the front of your mind, is that the target matters. You know, the thing that you're trying to get that match to, mm -hmm. that's really, really, really important. So... If you're matching, let's just say, paint on the wall or right. paint on the trim of your home and you need to do some patching or something like that. And we're talking paint at this point. We'll get to stain in another Yeah, we'll talk about sometime. that another time. So matching paint on trim or on your wall, bring in a sample of the actual paint if possible. And that might mean at pulling a piece of trim off of your wall, right. bringing that in. Or if we're talking about matching a paint that's on your wall, it might mean cutting off a piece of, you know, that face paper in a place that's exposed to light. You know, not something in your closet that hasn't been exposed to the elements because it's not going to be the same color probably. So make sure it's in the main area and, you know, out of the way, hopefully. Hopefully, yes, <laughs> because you'll have to patch that in later. Yes. You want to be careful. Just get the face paper. The size of it, it really only needs to be about the size of a quarter. But less than that, and we really can't do a whole lot. More than that, we can really knock it out of the exactly. park. Exactly. You know, a quarter is what we can run through the machine right. and start to work with. Having a bigger piece than that gives us more to work with, and we can see the color better. Exactly. And if you are trying to do touch-ups on a wall, you know, some damage spots, even with a great color match, we'd still recommend that you consider painting corner to corner. Yep. On that surface, because it will best practice. Yeah, get away from all of the little shiny spots that you might see. Because new paint might be a perfect color match, but mm -hmm. it might end up looking a little shinier for a little while, at least. Right. Let's just paint corner to corner, and you won't see that. Exactly. So there are some things to think about. Let's say you're matching paint to wallpaper. One of the best things you can do here is wait until your actual paper comes in right. and you've got it in hand. Some people will want to use the book that we have in the store or use a sample that they ordered to match that. It's really best to have the actual wallpaper in hand because printing varies and that color changes slightly from printing to printing and we've got to get the right color for you. Yeah, you don't want to match to a sample and then get your paper right. in and find out that the color is just slightly different in your real paper. Mm -hmm. Versus the sample, it happens. Exactly. Let's get the right thing. If you're matching to an old can of paint, we see this a lot. And what happens a lot of the times is people will take a picture of the formula they think, right? Yep. Or they'll cut off a piece of the label that has the paint on it, and they'll yep. bring that in, and that's good. We can work with that. But if you've got an old can of paint and there's wet paint inside, that's the best. Bring the can in. Yeah. We can draw. We can make any number of samples from that wet paint, and right. we can really get you a great match if we've got that to work with. So in regards to the target that you're shooting for, keep all of those things in mind. And then we'd encourage you to err on the side of bringing too much. Right, exactly. People get really nervous or they feel embarrassed. <laughs> they feel ridiculous carrying like a door into the store, right? But Don't, honestly, the bigger the match, the better for us, or the bigger the target, I should say, the better for us. And the best work we can do is when we have a really large target to work with. When we can see exactly what you're working with, we yeah. can get you better results. So don't be embarrassed. The people who know 
how to get good color matches, yeah. the contractors, yeah. stuff like that. They bring all of these things yes, in with them. They do. There's no embarrassment. So bring your comforters, your pillows, your poor, your downtrodden. Right? <laughs> bring all of that to us, couch cushions, whatever you think will help, and we can work with that. Uh, Haley, well, another thing to consider, definitely important, is to let them cook, right? Yes. So this is a thing that the kids say all the time. It took me a while to understand what well, we were going on, going that makes on with. Sense to me, it made that, sense to you that you would have a yes, a hard I'm time a with different this. generation. <laughs> so I would tell them to do something, and they'd say, "Dad, you just need to let me cook. Let me cook." Yeah, you know, or I'd get on another kid, and they would tell me, "Dad, let him cook. Let her cook." What are you talking about? Basically, it just means I got to stop pushing so hard. Just be patient. Give them a little bit of time to plan or to think or to do whatever. I need to let them cook. Same is true with our color matches. Sometimes we can crank them out really quickly. Right. Sometimes we get a really accurate measurement from a spectrometer, which is a machine that we use. And sometimes those don't do the best job. And we really have to use our eyes as experts to adjust that further to get it perfect. Right. We've got to shake the paint. We've got to dry the sample thoroughly. We've got to analyze it, maybe make adjustments. All of that takes time. So what we recommend is that you give us two to three hours. And really what works super well is to just plan your day with a few errands, drop the paint match off at RepcoLite, run your errands, Come back in a couple hours, and most of the time it's going to be ready for you. Yes. Another thing to think about to get the best match is just call ahead with questions. If you're unsure how to get the best results with what you're working with, call us. Call right. the closest store. We can make recommendations. Absolutely. We'll tell you, you know. what to bring and walk you through everything. Exactly. All right. So there's more we could say. I think that gets everybody off and running. Right now we're going to take a break. When we come back, we'll be talking about William Morris and the history behind some really interesting wallpaper patterns. That's all just ahead. Stay tuned. And we're back. You're listening to the RepcoLite Home Improvement Show, sponsored by Benjamin Moore and Haley Let's talk about wallpaper. Yeah, we've We've, talked about wallpaper a lot. Right, and when we do, I know there's a bunch of people that that get excited about it. Right. Because they talk to us, they email us, and... They understand the impact that it can have on a room. Exactly, but I also know there's a bunch of people who are running for the hills when they think of wallpaper. And because they're picturing these old designs, 80s designs or older, and they're just sick of it. They can't imagine... Yes. I think there's like some fatigue and trauma associated with wallpaper. And and we know that. So we've tried to get away from the trauma and the fatigue by highlighting paper that's really got a lot of modern or contemporary designs. Things like York's rifle wallpaper or Magnolia home wallpaper. Really trendy. Really trendy stuff. We've talked about all of those things, and we've wanted you to understand that's where wallpaper can go. Yeah, there's so many options now, and I think people are surprised at how many of those options they really fall in love with now because it's honestly like limitless at this point because production is so easy of this stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's limitless. So we've talked about all of that. Something that we really haven't focused on a whole lot is another superpower that wallpaper has. Right. And that's the ability to connect us with history and tradition, you know, to take right. us back in time a little bit. Well, and it's kind of the opposite. And of not the way. to the 80s. <laughs> Maybe to the 1880s. Yes, exactly. That's kind of what we're going to talk about. But it's really the opposite of what I just said, where, you know, today it's so focused on mass production and being able to have all these really new trendy patterns that are constantly being produced and reproduced. There's also the history and tradition of wallpaper. You know, this is 
a craft and it was really expensive. I mean, it's still expensive, but this was something that was precious before. And I think really connected to the artists that actually made the design. And well, the whole idea is you're hanging art on your wall right. in the form of wallpaper. And, you know, originally there was that idea. There's an right. artist behind it. And now, like you're saying, it's so mass produced. Right. It's like a bunch of prints that you're buying. There's value to it. And mm-hmm. it's it's got a lot of beauty. Absolutely. But sometimes we miss that connection. Right. Or at least I miss that connection back to the artist and, you know, the the crafting by hand kind of an idea. Exactly. To some extent. There is one particular artist right now and brand in wallpaper Mm -hmm. that's extremely iconic. Right. That's what we want to dig into. William Morris, right? The founder of Morris & Company Wallpaper. Exactly. He's a really famous literary figure, artist, designer, and actually political figure from the 1800s. This guy did everything. I mean, (laughs) really kind of a jack of all trades, I think. He's the Dan Hansen of his era. (laughs) Right? Yes, he would have had a radio show oh, for sure. Oh, he would have. He would have been all over the place on mugs, T-shirts. Oh, yeah. He's on everybody's walls. True. Right? So what he was the founder of the arts and crafts movement. Yeah, right? it kind of came from him in a way because he was someone that was really focused on what we were just talking about, you know, getting away from mass production, which sounds funny because we're talking about the 1800s. But that's the Industrial Revolution that's happening in his time. And he's seeing kind of this downgrade of things that people are putting in their homes. Now things are able to be mass produced for the first time. And he's kind of a backlash against all of that. He really wants to go back to the tradition and the craft of things that we carry around with us. All these things are really important to him. Well, he was feeling that there was a decline in the standards, the decline in the work, the production. It's just lost the touch, right? Mm -hmm. So he really gets connected with all kinds of influential artists, writers, and architects of his time. And in fact, he was apprenticed as an architect, right? And then he really tried his hand at painting. I think he hung out with a lot of painters. And so he really really wanted to be a painter, too. Do we have any of his works? (laughs) Was he any good? Uh, I, I think he was decent. I mean, he's not of his peers' standards, probably, but, you know, he... I wonder if he, he judged the declining standards of his own work. Yes. <laughs> but he, he was also a poet. I mean, this was a person that oh, kind of tried his hands at all of the crazy A renaissance things. man. Exactly. And he maybe wasn't the best poet Do either. we have some of his poetry? I don't. I'm not going to read his poetry. But <sighs> he uh, ended up making some of his own publications in order to have his poetry published, um, which oh, I love That's a the sign idea. for you. Yeah. <laughs> Nope, we're not going to publish that. Okay. All right, I'll, I'll make, make my, my own, own publication. <laughs> That's why we got a radio show through work, right? <laughs> we can't have one on talent alone. It's got to have money behind it. Anyway, he did all of that before turning his focus on interiors, and that's where he ultimately thrived, yes, right? exactly. Starts designing stained glass, textiles, and, of course, wallpaper. That's what right. we're getting at. And throughout all of his creative endeavors, I think he's really unique because he was so focused on the medieval traditions. He was really, again, trying to take that step back in time a little bit to mm-hmm. when things were more handcrafted than they were in his time. And... 
rejecting that kind of industrialism. So within that, he's really focused on the process of manufacturing. He's always learning the process of making the thing Mm -hmm. from beginning to end before he starts designing anything, which I think is really interesting. And it goes back to that craft aspect. He's really focused on how it's made and being a part of that process. And in the end, after all of that work, he ends up with this major hold on British interior design. Absolutely. I mean, he became kind of a status symbol for a lot of households that were well-to-do. If you had Morris & Co. paper on your walls, then you were in. <laughs> right, exactly. Like, okay, If you pull up to a stop sign and people hear the Repcolite Home Improvement mm-hmm. Show pumping from your speakers, yes. they know that you know something, right? Yes. You're in. You're in. I don't you know, know what you're in, <laughs> but you're in something. <laughs> Anyway, not only is William Morris associated with the arts and crafts movement, but he also had a profound impact on the Art Nouveau design movement. Right. And, you know, eventually he ultimately had an impact on the Bauhaus art movement as well, just because of the way that he thought about art and craft. So we've got tons of wallpapered patterns right now that can be traced back to the designs that he was crafting all those years ago. You know, right. I think the original. Exactly. Right? All of these companies now are still kind of pulling inspiration from his designs from the 1800s, which is really incredible that he has still such a hold on wallpaper design today. Right. His original woodblock printed wallpaper patterns are still available. I think Sanderson. Yeah, they still have an archive of all of these things. and so The originals. Yes, the originals. And so they're able to still make these patterns and, you know, the colors have been adjusted over time and things like that. But ultimately, you're able to order these original wallpaper patterns from a really famous artist of his time. Kind of incredible. Right. Morris and Company patterns cannot be bought online, right? No, I have that yeah, right? it's really unique. Um, most of these companies have a very large online catalog and they make online ordering very easy and shipping really easy. Morrison Co. does not. <laughs> they are, you know, maybe stepping back in time They're still. old school. Yeah. <laughs> There's so, a lot of issues with buying paper online. No, there are. We won't I think they're probably protecting now. people. Right. It's yeah. a reason you want to see it in person. Absolutely. Before you're making these purchases. But with Morrison Company, there's no option. You can't buy right. them online. You've got to buy them from a dealer. And Repcolite is one of just two dealers in Michigan. Right. The entire state of Michigan. There's one dealer in Lansing. But other than that, Repcolite is it. So if you're interested in any of these you know, patterns, just looking at them even to kind of see what we're talking about, this unique history, uh, definitely come in. We've got Books at our Fulton Street location and at our Lakewood store in Holland. And really, you can order Morris & Company paper at any Repcolite location. Yes, that is true. You just have to show us the design on their website. So you can see it online, Yep. but you can't order it that way. So just bring that in, show us what you're looking for, and any Repcolite can order it. If you want to see it in person, Fulton Street or Lakewood. And more to come. Yes. But right now, that's where it's at. All right, we should take a break, but before we do that, I want to play the clues right now for the first two questions for our Christmas contest. Now, you can go to repcolite.com. You'll find the entry form there. Just click the banner on the homepage. The first question that you need to answer is, what was my favorite Christmas movie as a kid? Here's your clue. The second question for week two is, what is Haley's favorite Christmas cookie? Here's your clue for that. All right, you've got all the info you need. Head to repcolite.com, get those two answers. We'll have another question and the clue coming up at the end. Right now, we're going to take that break. When we come back, we're dishing out great ideas for last-minute gifts. That's all just ahead. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. 
Well, Haley, it's time. This is one of my favorite segments because it's really easy. <laughs> not a lot of not a lot of research. That's why it's your favorite. And, and nobody can say we're wrong. Mm, yes, it's very subjective. You know, it's whenever true. you're telling somebody, here's how you change the brakes on your car. Not that we would ever do that, <laughs> but there's a right way and a wrong way. True. And yeah. you really don't want to mess that up because it's the brakes on your car. <laughs> when you're giving gift guides and recommendations, there's there's no objective right or wrong right. here. I don't believe. So I love these, and they're That's just fun. Funny. It's the Christmas season. I don't feel like doing all kinds of heavy lifting right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm phoning it in. And we did not do this earlier. Normally, we do this right around Thanksgiving. Yeah, to really give people time to make this happen. Right, because we have such great ideas. Right. You're going to want to get these figured out. And we didn't do that this year. We had all kinds of stuff going on. But now we're sneaking it in, and we're calling it our last-minute gift guide. Yes. Because some people, I think, still are shopping. Oh, yeah. A lot of us are still shopping. And these are really great ideas, and these are easy to snag right away. And right off the bat, at least mine, there's not a lot of home improvement value to what I've got. It's going to improve your home. No, I've got one at the end that... You know, I've talked about before. People can probably guess it. But (laughs) other than that. All right. Yeah. So this is just fun. Just sit back. Get your notepad out because this is good stuff. Do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? You go first because you're so excited. I am so excited because I have one particular one that I think is sheer gold. I'm going to recommend a couple of books. Now, you can get this as one single book. I mean, you're talking 11 bucks here. This is a really... This is a steal. You are going to change someone's entire year, maybe their life, with this $11 book. really big claims today. (laughs) Here's the book. It's Boy. It's two books. Boy is the first book. And Going Solo is the second book. They're written by Roald Dahl. Are you familiar with Roald Dahl? You are. You may just don't know that you are. Okay. Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, James and the Giant Peach, the children's book author. Yes. Roald Dahl. Now, my cousin recommended these books. They're basically his autobiography. Oh, okay. But it's not a boring, dry autobiography. It's just snippets and stories from his childhood, which is boy, and then going solo is, is the adult years. <laughs> yeah, my cousin recommended these to me, and I snagged them on Audible, which is an, a service that I subscribe to, so people read me books. And that way I can do that while I'm mowing and doing all kinds of work because I never stop working. So I've been listening to these books and they are absolutely brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. They are the best thing I have run into in ages. Wow. They are so much fun. So like I said, Roald Dahl, children's yeah. author, all those books that I listed. <laughs> Interesting. And boy is is really. I love the title. <laughs> it really focuses on you know, his whole growing up years, but it's written Almost like it's one of his stories. The characters mm. feel like characters out of his stories. And yet. So it's still kind of written in his style of writing, but. It is. It is. But it's not necessarily written for kids. This is not just a sure. kid's okay. book, especially going solo is is really not. But I remember there was stories about the the candy store that they would go to and the lady who would run it. They loved the candy store. They hated Mrs. Whoever that was because she was constantly, her fingers were dirty. He describes her dirty fingernails as she's pulling treats out of the bowls and stuff like that. And then they have a a little trick that they're going to play on her that they think they're going to get even. And then they end up thinking they kill her. (laughs) I mean, it is hilarious. And yet it's also full of 
you know, I would say bittersweet, sad moments. Sure. It is so well written. And that that's boy. That's the first one. The second one, going solo, is even better. That's the his entire life uh, basically in the military. Oh, wow. And the stories from that are riveting. I've had it on in the car when I'm driving around. The kids are there. Silent, literally, silence descends. Everybody just gets sucked into these stories. All right. So if you want some silence in your home... Get this. You'll have the noise of this coming through, but it's sheer gold. Maybe read the books to your kids. You know, you don't have to get them on Audible, but you can just buy a book. It's on Amazon. I've got a link to it. Go to a bookstore. You can buy both of them together, Boy and Going Solo, 11 bucks. I really, I I love reading. I love these kinds of stories, real life stories. You feel like you experienced the war from somebody else's eyes or, or this childhood. It, it, absolutely brilliant. I can't say enough about Very it. Cool. That's my first recommendation. What's yours, Haley? Uh, so very different. <laughs> but we by you know, different you mean worse? Sure, no, you just mean Dan. different. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, just different. I, you know, always really like to look at things that are available as season passes for the year um, because usually there's deals around Christmas time. So you can get a season pass for something at a lower cost and then you get to enjoy the gift all year round. Kind of cool. I found something that I didn't know existed in Grand Rapids, which is an aerial park. They've got zip lining in Grand Rapids. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. It's Where? called Tree Runner Adventure Park. And You'd never guess it was there. It's like next to a parking lot, but then they've got six acres of just, you know, a valley where they've got zip lines and all of these, you know, obstacle courses that you can run through. Wow. Really cool. Had no idea that that was available. It's kind of a gem. An of obstacle West Michigan. course that I can run through. Why would well, I do that if I'm not on Survivor or training to be a SEAL? Who just goes to run through an obstacle course? You know, Dan, I was thinking that maybe we should get this gift for our department <gasps> because this could be team building. They do list that as one of the reasons you might come to them. Or just a competition to see which of us is better. Well, sure. Yeah, that's good we team building. We could build the team <laughs> or we could just establish dominance <laughs> and some kind of hierarchy. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So an obstacle course. Yep. And they've got different levels. So if you're a beginner, they've got, you know, kind of level one for you. They and call that the Haley level. <laughs> I think I'd be good at this, actually. Um, Maybe that's the Dan level. <laughs> but, you know, kids can do these things. Adults, there's really, you know, a course that could fit everyone's, you know, skill level at this point. And then there's so many different obstacle courses you can run through. You're not going to run out of things to do with this. Where course. is this again? It's in Grand Rapids. It's right next to a movie theater, actually. What's it called, though? <laughs> Tree Runner Adventure Park. Tree Runner Adventure Park is the name in of Grand it. Rapids. Mm-hmm. How am I not aware of this? I know, exactly. I couldn't believe it. Probably the runner part of that. That's the part I probably just Tree walked right out. I don't want to run. <laughs> no. If I walk fast, I get winded. So I need the easy obstacle course. Yeah. Maybe I'll just zip line. I'll start with that. Yeah. What's Do you have a, a costs and stuff like that? Yeah, so it's more expensive, um, but like more expensive could, than my eleven dollar book. Yes, more okay. expensive. Than that. <laughs> uh, you could just get one ticket, uh, and that would be forty dollars right now. Normally, it's forty eight, or you could get a two pack. That would be seventy eight dollars right now, or you can get a season pass for three hundred dollars. So, how many people does a season pass cover? So just it's for one? one person, but you get a buddy code. They call it, All so right. you can bring a friend. So I would need a friend. 
(laughs) (laughs) And then I could go. And I could spend the entire summer or whenever they're open training and honing myself into Navy SEAL levels of what? Coordination. Potentially. (laughs) Certainly not language skills. (laughs) Anyway, very interesting. One more time, the name. Tree Runner Adventure Park. All right. We'll put a link to that in the show notes. That's very good. I don't know if it's as good as my book. (laughs) (laughs) It's definitely more out of the box than my book. All right. My next one, and then we'll take a break and we'll get the rest on the other side. My next one is one that I give out, I think, every year. Dan. (laughs) I know. Eventually, somebody's going to buy it and make use of this. It's something I sell. No. That would be brilliant. Yeah, that would be brilliant. We should sell stuff. No, I don't want to find out if we have any influence over people or not. So I'd rather not know. What I recommend every single year is Audible. I already talked about it. It's an Amazon uh, company, I guess, right? Yeah, Yeah. Audible by Amazon. And it's basically just listening to books. You can get it for 15 bucks a month, basically. You can cancel anytime. Every book that you buy during your subscription to this is yours to keep. Yeah. Even when you bail on the subscription, you can still listen to these books. They never go away until Amazon goes away. And then that's probably not going to happen. We're all in big trouble because, well, I am because all my digital (laughs) movies will be gone too. Anyway. Audible by Amazon. I really love that. There's tons of free books if you sign up. And every month you get a credit that you can use to redeem and get a new book. Which is kind of fun because it does feel like you're getting free books when you get those credits. Even though you're paying for the service, it still feels like, oh, I got all these free books. I love this thing. I have read through, read, Mm -hmm. little quotes, more books than I I ever would have been able to do just reading because I don't have time to read. It's just life is so crazy. But now I can read while I'm mowing. Or driving. Driving. All kinds of things. Working around the house. I do this all the time. It makes cleaning not near so bad. You know, I've been listening to Boy and Going Solo, which are two of the best uh, audible books I've ever had. The narrator. Yeah, that matters. Literally brilliant. Listening to him is like a treat in itself. You know, this wonderful British accent. It's great. But anyway, I listen to those. I don't mind cleaning. I've worked my way through things like Count of Monte Cristo, mm-hmm. um, Anna Karenina. Okay. Try reading those. Oh gosh, it's yeah, insanity. Right? <laughs> but I was able to listen to them. It's great. You can give Audible as a gift for three months. It's 45 bucks, and that'll get people three books. For six months, it's 90 and you get six free books. For 12 months, it's 150 I'll put a link in the show notes. Just go to audible.com. And you can look into that. But I and think you can that's... listen to the Replicate Home Improvement Show on Audible as well. Oh, really? As yeah, a podcast? You can. Oh, look at that. <laughs> it is the gift that everybody will be talking about this Christmas. All right. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we'll hit the other side of our list. Yep. And then we'll give out our Christmas contest clues. That's all next. Stick around. And we're back. You're listening to the Repcolite Home Improvement Show, sponsored by Benjamin Moore. And we spent last segment dealing out great gift ideas. Right. It's one of our favorite segments to do. Dan says it's because it takes no work. Well, no, because we're so good (laughs) at it and we've got such great taste and because it's pretty easy. And it's pretty fun. I really like this. So if you've got last minute gifts, you got a snag. Right. We talked about a few really great ideas. Yeah, really unique. And now we're going to continue with that. We've got a few more, and then we're going to get into some some information about our contest and tell you how you can enter, get entered to win all kinds of great stuff. So, Haley, what is your second great gift idea? 
Uh, I don't know if it's great, but it's pretty good, I think. Mm-hmm. This is something that I'm going to get for Jordan. I can't let him listen to this segment. Uh, I don't think he listens anyway, does he? Sometimes he does. Well, yeah. good on Jordan. <laughs> Jordan, this is your spoiler alert. Don't don't keep listening because Haley's going to spill yeah, the beans spoiler. here. Uh, I'm going to get him an Apple AirTag. It's one of those little trackers. So you know where he is? <laughs> no. <laughs> That's hilarious. You keep that. misplacing him. Where? Oh yeah, he's under the couch again. He loses his keys and wallet um, on a fairly regular basis. And that makes it's more very sense. stressful. It's very very stressful for the household because he doesn't think to look for it until like he's late for something. Yes, exactly. Right? Am I guessing right? Yeah. And then it's a panic. It's chaos. And, you know, he's looking in the fridge for things that could never be in the fridge. You know, you just lose your mind at some point. <laughs> so I'm going to get him an Apple AirTag. You can really put it on just about anything. You know, if you can attach it to your keys, you could slip it in your wallet. You could put it in your book bag. You know, whatever it is, um, you've got a little tracker device. So how does that, that work? So on it. the it's an this one's Apple. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there's others. There's that others exist. that will yeah. work for others. But not then you can just track it on your phone. Yep. You can track it on your phone. And essentially, you know, let's say it's in the house and you're looking for your keys. Can you make it beep? Yeah, it'll make a little honing sound so that you can figure out where it is. Uh, But if you left them somewhere else, you can still find that thing um, because it's connected to all of these Apple Air devices. Can you trigger a self-destruct? You know, if I left my cards somewhere and I can't get back to them or somebody has stolen them and is trying to buy something. There's an idea. That would be pretty cool. Let's put bombs on everyone. Yeah. Well, I don't want a bomb that would hurt anybody. Just melt my credit card down or something. So it doesn't do that yet. No, it doesn't yet. do that yet. So I'm curious how much this runs because we've talked about something like that on the show, probably pre-Haley. I had a little pretty inexpensive. A little thing just like that. Uh, it wasn't Apple. Sure. And it lasted for about four months and then... I don't think it worked very well after that. They say that the battery for these lasts about a year and they're really small. You know, it's about the size of like a quarter or something mm-hmm. like that. Um, How much is it? $27. Oh, that's not bad at all. That's no. about what I paid. I and mean, that's literally an Apple thing? Right, yeah. Does Apple realize what they have that priced at? <laughs> that seems unusual for Apple. Uh, <laughs> Normally yeah. it'd be 200 I thought it was going to be way more expensive. I mean, it's a very convenient gift, but... Yeah, I like that a lot. I like I said, I had a little cheap one. I think it was I can't remember what it was called. I'm not gonna not gonna try to guess. I have enough trouble when I've got notes in front of me, not going off script. But anyway, I had one of those because I did the same thing. Yeah. And I always have that major panic, you know? (laughs) Where are my keys? And then I'm always thinking, Where was I last? Was that Meyer? They're at Meyer. They're gone. I'm sure they're at Meyer. And the kids will say, Dad, your truck's home. Oh, that's right. Okay, they're not. They're not at Meyer. <laughs> they're at least here. You know, that's always a good feeling. But it, it was always nice with the one that I had. Pull up the phone, and it would tell me, "Oh, they're roughly in this part of the house." Yeah, and that's and the then thing I could too. beep them. You can with some uh, current phones, you have to have the right version, but it'll actually give you like step by step directions, like turn right or it's four feet in front of you. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're just one step away of just having somebody show up and say they're right here. Exactly. <laughs> I think that's great. And yeah, so that's the Apple. Apple AirTag. Apple AirTag. Not just for finding Jordan, but you no, could. You could sew I it could. in could. jeans or something and you always know where he was. <laughs> Pretty smart. All right. My last one that I'm going to talk about is an immersive crate experience from the Mysterious Package Company. 
Basically, you just go to mysteriouspackage.com and you can order these. Uh, they're not inexpensive. You know, I think they're on sale. I mean, sale. your first one was like $11, so I think you yeah. got to balance the scale. Well, this one was like $150 on sale right now. They're running a sale or just were. Sure. It's $220 or something like that. And it's a one-time use. Once it's done, you can keep all these components that you get. Sure. But it's a one-time play. It's kind of like a game. I ordered something called The Lost Treasure of John Auger. And oh, it's right. basically a story about this. a fake pirate, and you get a literal wooden crate in the mail and a literal little crowbar. That's <laughs> and awesome. We had to pry the crate open, and then within the crate, there's all this packing material, and you pull out newspaper clippings, and a mystery starts to unfold. Okay. We had a huge map that covered the entire yeah. kitchen table, and that was of real islands in the world, you know, it's real stuff, newspaper articles, letters from people, letters from businesses who are related to the story. And as we're reading it, we're passing it around, the story starts to unfold. It wasn't terribly easy, but it was so much fun. That night that we opened it up, all of the kids and I are sitting around the table just pouring over all these different pieces. Yeah, how long to come did up it take to figure out the mystery? We played that first one from like three in the afternoon. It was on a Christmas break sure. until about one in the morning. You know, we, we oh, take gosh. breaks and I think we tr- decided to wrap everything up at 11 that night. Yeah. And then we'll start it the next day. And You couldn't stop. No, we everybody took their showers and stuff like that, yeah. got ready for bed. And then we spent another two or three hours sitting at the table pouring over maps. We are I've got great big rulers on the map because we we're encoding these different points. Sure. And we're creating this cross, you know, basically a grid work and yeah. where these points intersect is I think that's where our island is that we have to discover. And oh my goodness, so much fun. The following morning. We spent breakfast talking it over, trying to figure out the mystery, and everybody's trying to crack clues. What a cool family gift. I mean, really. It was so neat. And when we finally got it, I remember we're all gathered around. We've got our guests mm-hmm. for the location, and then you've got a final envelope to open. And yeah, there's Fun. a brochure for that particular location. We got it right. So much fun. The kids. I would have been really disappointed had you gotten it wrong. I know. There was an element of that. It was really, really scary because we weren't sure. But right. all the pieces came together. It was really smart. It took a lot of us thinking it sure. through. And I was surprised because I played a lot of games like this. And a lot of the times, the clues, ah, I see where they're going. That kind of made sense. This one, it all worked. It was perfect. And Haley, I'm really sorry to tell you this. <laughs> But I kind of dominated that segment, and you don't get to have another gift to talk about because so we don't have time. So shocking. We'll, we'll, put, <laughs> <laughs> we'll put that in the show notes. Yes. Haley's got great ideas. Go check the show notes for them. But Subscribe we gotta, to the podcast while you're there. Got to get to the Christmas contest. Again, the prize is you're going to win a $500 gift card to Repcolite. You'll be able to give a $500 Repcolite gift card to a friend, and then you get to pick a charity, and Repcolite will donate $500 in the winner's name. We're going to draw a winner on December 26th. Yep. From all of the entries, just we'll take a random winner from that. You enter the contest at RepcoLite.com. You head there, click the banner on the homepage, and there's all kinds of rules right there and an entry form. The entry form has questions. Each week on the show, we're asking different questions, and then we're giving a clue. This week's question is, what is this Christmas song? That's it. <laughs> That's it. If you can't get that, you've been living under a rock for a long time. That is a really easy one. Head to RepcoLite.com. Answer question three. What song 
did they play on the show or whatever, however I worded that. It doesn't even matter. What song did we talk about? You know it. You just heard the clue. Put the answer in. If you're right, that's another entry into the contest. There's other clues at repcolite.com for the other questions. If you haven't answered those, you can still get entered. And we'll have another question next week. Exactly. All right. That's all the time we've got. We're going to wrap it up. If you want to catch this one again, you can find it at repcolite.com. Whatever you do today, have a great one. I'm Dan Hansen. I'm Haley Johnson. Thanks for listening. 